0: Bonjour et bienvenue à Collège Jeanne Sauvé. Today is school day one. Please rise and despair. A new school year has started. Welcome back, students of CJS. I hope you all had a wonderful summer. Apologies to the students who drew the short straw in the annual summer vacation length lottery and ended up with a one day long summer vacation. I hope it seemed longer than it actually was and that you're all well rested and mentally and physically prepared for another 10 months of sitting in slowly shrinking classrooms, having mysterious information being transferred directly to your brains. While school teaches us many things, we all know that they will never tell us the secret to how they have direct access to our brains to transfer information as efficiently as the school board demands it. They will also never tell us where or when we will ever need this information. These things remain confidential for a reason, a reason that likely protects both our sanity and reality as we understand it. Do not try to uncover these secrets, as students who are too curious have a history of mysteriously disappearing in the forest of the Sun Temple. Reminder to all students that the grade 12 pre class contains equations not known by man, so all male students must sign a waiver before entering the classroom, for they will be the first men to obtain this knowledge, and it is unknown what effect it will have on their sanity. Female and non-binary students should be safe. Should. And now on to the most obvious and pressing news. I'm sure you've all noticed by now that our cafeteria is complete. After a whole year... Was it a year? Or was it two years? Maybe it's only a month? It's a well-known fact that construction that hasn't been approved by the Council of the Sun Temple has an adverse effect on the space-time continuum. The powers that be don't like it when us puny, meager, easily breakable mortal fleshbags attempt to establish dominance over the Earth and the elements by shaping it to our vision. Deep down, we know that everything we build and create will eventually succumb to the power of time and the powers that be, just like our own mortal souls. The buildings may last longer, yes, but they are but a misguided attempt to surpass our own mortality. No matter how strong, how durable we make these structures, nothing will prevent the earth from reclaiming them. One day, even the pyramids will fall. The powers that be have punished us for our arrogance by messing with our perception of time. According to administration and science teachers, the construction only lasted around a year, although it felt much longer. Anyhow, all that is trivial, as are the many deaths that were caused by said construction. What matters is that we have a cafeteria, and it has a canteen. No more running to the robins at the community center at lunch. Which is probably good for our grades, as everyone who eats at Robbins loses all memories of their most recent B-slot class. Needless to say, all the teachers who have a class during B-slot are also excited about the new cafeteria, as less students will be losing their memories and the teachers won't need to spend as much time re-teaching large portions of their course. I myself am very excited about the new cafeteria. I haven't been down to see it yet, so it might not actually exist. It might just be an elaborate joke. Maybe I'm an elaborate joke. Maybe I don't exist. Maybe the cafeteria is the only thing in this whole world that is actually real, and we've been hallucinating everything else. Our friends, our family, our favorite music, our most dear possessions, even ourselves. Maybe none of it exists at all. Maybe nothing exists except the cafeteria. Whatever the truth is, all the reports I've been getting from my fellow students have been fairly consistent, so it is likely not a shape-shifting room, unlike the band room. According to reports, the cafeteria is big and bright, with floor-to-ceiling walls and a large, oddly green wall. There is no explanation as to why the oddly green wall is green, but it is certain that it is odd. As with all certainly odd things, approach with caution. The cafeteria also has six microwaves. Six! Microwave lines will be no longer! We can all zap our food with tiny radiation and still have time left in lunch to enjoy it! Rejoice, CJS! Rejoice. Oh, what's this? I'm getting uh, a fax. A fax from a fellow grade 12. I can't say I was expecting this, dear listeners. What grade 12 even has a fax machine? Well, I do. That's how I got the fax after all, but that's beside the point. This anonymous grade 12 would like to report that the new cafeteria is rapidly filling up with grade 9s. They would also like to report that this is unacceptable, since these young children have not had to suffer through the approximate year of construction that the rest of us older grades have. They have not yet been hardened by the horrors of watching your classmates die due to misplaced construction equipment, or risking frostbite and hypothermia by walking to the Robins in the community center in the dead of winter just to get some decent hot food. They have not had to huddle on the floor of the hallways to eat lunch because it was the only available space, or had their history classroom fill up with snow because the construction ate part of the wall. Nor have they faced the dreaded exams simply put these greenies do not appreciate nor deserve the spacious long tables with actual real chairs and the bright floor-to-ceiling windows and the oddly green wall and access to six microwaves six what are they even going to do with six microwaves everybody knows that students don't get microwave access until they complete their grade 10 rituals and yet these grade nines are still piling into the cafeteria in an incessant wave of bodies rapidly piling on top of each other, filling this beautiful new space to the ceiling with squirming, writhing, screaming, panicking, confused freshmen. The anonymous grade 12 would like to express frustration and regret that they will not get to enjoy the new cafeteria, which they have been waiting so long to have due to the piles of grade 9s blocking the doors. They would also like to announce that this year's musical will be Grease and that everyone is encouraged to join. Due to budget cuts, they will have to reuse the props from last year's production of Little Shop of Horrors, but I'm sure they'll make it work. And that's it for this fax! Students are welcome to send in faxes, texts, telegrams, messages in bottles, phone calls, letters written with ink made from the blood of your enemies, anonymous tips, and mysterious chants anytime. Now we return to our regular announcements. You may have noticed strange noises coming from the vents. There is no need to worry. These noises are just a part of the construction. The ongoing construction. The eternal construction. The construction that will last long after our bones have decomposed into the uncaring earth. Long after the forest of the sun temple has reclaimed our puny temporary city the construction that claims it will be finished in June 2020. We convince ourselves that they are wrong. We tell ourselves that construction has lied before and it will lie again. We fear that they are not lying. We fear that they are right. We fear that our doom is closer than anticipated. Only time will tell. Well, time and the all-knowing being who lives in the photocopier, I'd like to issue a friendly reminder to all students to not acknowledge the all-knowing being who lives in the photocopier. Do not acknowledge it. If you would like to keep your sanity and the majority of your limbs, do not acknowledge the all-knowing being who lives in the photocopier. What are you even doing near the photocopier, anyways? That's a teacher's only area. Students have not undergone the correct rituals to safely enter teachers' only areas without spontaneously combusting. Sorry, dear listeners, I got a little sidetracked there. Strange noises from the vents are normal and probably harmless. Nothing is completely harmless, of course, but that's just one of the many consequences of hurtling through the cold void of space on an unstable sphere of molten rock and metal. But the illusion of harmlessness is comforting, so let's just say that the noises in the vents are harmless. The glowing eyes in the vents, however, are not. At least 15 students so far have suddenly collapsed while walking through the halls underneath exposed vents. Brainwave analysis has shown that the students are all paralyzed with only one thought running through their brains. Glowing eyes in the vents. Glowing eyes in the vents. Glowing eyes in the vents. It seems safe to say that the glowing eyes in the vents should be avoided, since missing school due to paralysis by mysterious entities counts as an unjustified absence. All students should be aware that too many unjustified absences is punished by potluck party, where the guilty student supplies the whole school with food and consequently sends their family into poverty due to the rising population of vegans and the rising price of vegan food. As another side effect of the eternal, ongoing, never-ending construction, the gravity in room 108 has been temporarily disabled. Students will be supplied with anti-gravity pens as regular pens don't work in zero-g. Gravity should be restored by next Friday. École L'Empienne will be holding a meeting on Tuesday. Have a metaphorical green thumb, care about the environment, have a literal green thumb, dipped your thumb in green paint, didn't dip your thumb in green paint, not sure why your thumb is literally green, spent too much time in the cafeteria with the oddly green wall, and now you too are turning green starting with the thumb. Join Ecole They don't have a solution to your new greenness, but they are dedicated to helping the environment and making the world a better place. How foolish. Everyone knows that the world will never be a better place. The sooner they descend into resigned apathy with the rest of us, the better. For anyone who is interested, the meeting will be Tuesday. When on Tuesday? Where on Tuesday? Nobody knows. Ask your local Ecole member for details. I'm not sure where you find them, I'm not sure if they even exist. Video Game Club is every Wednesday at lunch in the art room. Everyone is welcome to drop in and play. In fact, you are encouraged. You are encouraged so, so strongly. You feel the pull of the encouragements, an all-consuming pull towards the Video Game Club. All your old worries and goals seem trivial. All that matters is joining the video game club. Only then will you discover what you never even realized you were looking for. Forget everything. Friends. Family. Grades. Your future. Your mortality. And join the video game club. Every Wednesday at lunch. Administration would like to announce to all students in Mr. Verhegg's grade 11 physics class that pages 48 to 85 of the notes are not real. There is nothing to see there. Whatever words and equations you see there are all completely imaginary and will definitely not open a wormhole to Dakota Collegiate. It is definitely not how our brave students taking calculus at Dakota get back to CJS in time for their next class. It is all in your collective imagination, Mr. Verheg's grade 11 physics class. I've been getting reports from all students, save the grade 9s who are still piled in the cafeteria, that ceiling tiles are vanishing, exposing more vents. Nobody is sure where the ceiling tiles are going, but it's safe to say that the glowing eyes in the vents are behind this. Nobody knows what they want, where they came from, or what they are. Could they be ghosts from that ill-fated fall dance twenty years ago? The reason why there are no more school dances of any kind? Or could they be the missing, genetically altered spider frogs from last year's bio-class? Or could they be demons, summoned by the choir's ritualistic singing? Nobody knows, except for the all-knowing being who lives in the photocopier, but we aren't allowed to acknowledge that. For now, try not to look up, as even the slightest glimpse of the glowing eyes is enough to paralyze you staring down at your phone is encouraged the phys ed department has checked the alignment of the stars and it seems like it will be another wonderful year for the volleyball team the curling team's dis- equipment will all disappear midway through the season and reappear when they least expect it. The soccer team will do great, despite severe weather conditions and losing several teammates to the tornado. The basketball team has a high chance of ice cream. The hockey team is advised to drink boar's blood before each game while Venus is in line with Neptune to gain superhuman stamina. The rugby team will experience death and resurrection, whether that's metaphorical or literal is unclear. The golf team will exist without ever being acknowledged, and team combat will experience an all-time high survival rate. Tryouts for the hockey team are Monday morning at 6.53 a.m. at Dakota Community Centre. Please bring all your own equipment. If you do not own a hockey stick, an ancient Wiccan staff is a suitable replacement. I'm also required to provide a legal disclaimer that the Louisville School Division is not responsible for dismemberment by hockey puck. Friendly reminder that the hallway to Mr. Albrecht's class should be avoided at all costs during the lunch hour. Do not ask why. There have been reports of a car of unknown model and indescribable color in the staff parking lot. It is filled with spiders and has the words help me written on the windshield in blood. There is a strong stench of rotting corpses emanating from the airtight windows. The tires appear to be flickering in and out of existence and there is no steering wheel. We ask that the owner of this car please move it as it is parked in Madame Leighton's spot and she really needs to park and head to class. Thank you. The library staff would like to remind everyone to return the library books on time, or there will be consequences. Remember, they know where you live. Students from Mr. Abeck's A-slot French class are reporting the sudden appearance of a wormhole where the whiteboard once was, sucking him in to its vast, unknown depths. The students aren't sure whether to be relieved or concerned. Oh, my phone is blowing up with texts! It seems urgent. Let me cut to this pre-recorded announcement while I see what it is all about. Do you ever wonder why there is a single railing on the roof? Do you ever wonder where the trap door in the janitor's closet leads? Do you ever wonder why no one has ever seen the Ecolimpiaise? Do you ever wonder how long the construction actually took? Do you ever wonder why our sign is a giant sticker instead of an actual sign? Do you ever wonder why the strange glyphs on the electric announcement board outside actually mean? Do you ever wonder why you're wondering? Stop wondering. This is high school. This is a place for learning, not curiosity. Accept that there are things that you will never know, and things that you probably should never know, and things that it is best for everybody if you never know. And put all your effort into studying. It is the only way you'll ever have a future. This is a message from administration. The texts turned out to be from a friend at Dakota Collegiate. She reports that the whiteboard in her A slot French class suddenly turned into an unending wormhole, which ejected a man who perfectly matches Monsieur Abeck's description, before turning back into a whiteboard. Abeck reportedly took this in stride and started giving the class a speech about how language is a prison. He does not seem to care which school he is at as long as he has an audience. The poor, poor, confused students of Dakota. Oh! Would you imagine that, dear listeners? The grade nines have found their way out of the cafeteria. They are now flooding through the halls, obliterating everything in their paths to find their A-slot classes before it's too late. Jokes on them, A-slot has started a long time ago. I've been talking over the intercom for 17 minutes and 40 seconds, interrupting and distracting everyone. There is no learning going on while my radio show is being broadcasted over the school's intercom, but at least everyone is aware of the going-ons in this building. I'm still amazed that this radio show is mandatory and required by provincial law, as it seems to go against everybody's best interests, excluding my own. Perhaps it's a political play to buy my vote through extensive free airtime, Joke's on you, politicians. I can't legally vote. Nor can I illegally vote, because illegally voting requires undergoing rituals that involve sacrificing a goat. And I'm not sure where to get a live goat. Anyways, this is a school announcements broadcast, not a political broadcast. And with that in mind, I have an announcement from Madame Donnelly's band class. thinking it's their A-slot class. It is not, I tell you, it is not. If there are any grade nines listening to- no, hearing this announcement, do not go into the storage closet turned into studio labeled those darn announcements. It is not your A-slot class. It is- Spare me! I beg- Alright, fellow students of CJS, I'm back. The wave of confused grade nines left my studio like a hurricane has been through it. Luckily, not many grade nines can fit into the studio, since it's an old storage closet, so the irreparable damage was minimal. I managed to avoid injury by acting clueless so they would mistake me for one of their own. It worked. I spent the next minute reconnecting all unplugged wires and googling whether the vial of human screams that they crushed would cause any interference with the microphone the results were inconclusive so i took my chance i can't hear any interference so i think everything is fine there has been no big change in the glowing eyes situation and we still don't know where the ceiling tiles are vanishing to However, a high-grade tenor, wearing sunglasses to cover up his red eyes, reportedly stared down the glowing eyes without collapsing. It is unknown whether his immunity was from the sunglasses or the drugs, but since the school is forbidden from encouraging drugs since the bake sale of 2004, administration highly encourages all students to wear sunglasses at all times. Custodial will adjust the lighting so that nobody will even notice the difference. Unless you're not wearing sunglasses, of course then you run the risk of going blind. Collège Jean Sauvet will assume no responsibility for blindness caused by school lighting. Luckily for me, there are no lights inside my studio to be brightened, as it is an old storage closet. All my light comes from candles and glow sticks, just like in the olden days before electricity. What? Oh, I'm getting a bunch of angry faxes from the teachers. Apparently, this radio show slash school announcements has gone on a little too long. Well, I must leave you, dear listeners. Remember, eat the canteen food at your own risk. There have not been any reported fatalities yet, but the year is still young. Anything can happen. Nobody wants to be the first victim. That type of thing can completely ruin a reputation. So it is advised to let your friends eat a small portion of your newly purchased canteen food. If they do not drop dead within five minutes, it should be safe. C'est pour les et une excellente journée. This episode was written, narrated, and produced by Madison Posthumous. Music was also written and produced by Madison Posthumous, which was very hard, because I am not a music-making person. If you are a music-making person, or you know a music-making person, hey, let me know. I need music, because making music is just very hard, and it takes a lot of time. I don't have that much time. I spend all my free time writing this, because it's fun. Madame Donnelly's band class announcement was performed by Cameron Posthumous, my amazing brother. This podcast is based very vaguely off real people and events. If you are a real person and you don't like the way you are portrayed in this podcast, send me a message. This podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only, not angering people purposes. Also, if you've made it this far, or even through the first five minutes of this, you can tell that this was strongly inspired by the one and only Welcome to Night Vale. Actually, this whole thing started out as sort of an AU podfic parody thing of Night Vale, where I was like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if I could write about my school, because my school is kind of weird in the first place, but make it more weird, like Night vale weird. So I started writing, and it was fun, and I didn't stop, and now I have, like, five episodes that have been written, so I'm like, hey, you know what, what if I record this and turn this into a thing? So now it's a thing. I fully recognize that I pretty much copied the style of night Vale. the whole point of this was for me to have fun making it and hopefully you had fun listening to it too if you liked this and want to listen to more consider subscribing or sending a review or check out my tumblr page which is i forget it one second cjs-announcements-archive.tumblr.com so the name of this podcast with dashes in between because i'm fancy like that .tumblr.com. That's it for today. Don't know when the next episode will be out. Don't know when I'll have time to edit everything. I'm hoping two weeks. Every two weeks is my plan. But you know what? I have life. I have school. I have work. I have sports. I'm a high school student writing about high school. That's how it is sometimes. It do be like that. Thanks for listening. Bye.